You're listening to the Out of Ishan podcast, where we analyze and offer helpful solutions to issues in our world today. Here are your hosts, June and Co. Welcome to the Out of Ashan podcast. I am your host, June. And I'm Co. We are here and we are super excited to come to you with another episode, episode three. And this is um, our focus of the emotional healing or get your emotions in check. Um, it's really important because emotions is a really difficult territory to navigate through because there's so many different things pulling at our emotions constantly. I mean, this whole everything is built on emotion, mm-hmm. right? Everything. To get you to buy this or to get you to feel this way or to make you feel that way. And sometimes uh, what I've been learning in my own personal life is that if you uh, are emotional, can you really what trust those? Can you trust your emotions? Because emotions are deceiving. They can deceive you and make you think one way when it's not really what's going down. Um, You just touched on some external factors. What about the internal hormones, the different things that's going on in the the, your body mm -hmm. that plays a role into how you emote the emotions that come forth and manifest? And to take that even deeper, the foods you eat. I mean, it all plays a role. So we're eating a lot of food that isn't natural sugars all those things play to how you perceive how you feel you know that's why our culture is so everything i i feel i personally all of us are addicted to something mm-hmm. some of us are addicted to drugs some are addicted to sex some are addicted to food, food work everything. the internet social media <laughs> you name it everything everybody has addicted advice to something so it's really important to understand what your addictions are and knowing yourself and knowing how to cope and manage because you got to think of it like if you're an alcoholic and you're trying to recover you shouldn't be going to hang out by the bar saying you know i'll be okay because i got control of it i haven't done it in two weeks or i haven't done it in three weeks uh you should just stay away for a little bit exactly <laughs> just refrain just withdraw um so, so yeah so you look at like logic right your your, your information you cannot. It's like oil and water. If you are emotionally driven, if emotions drive your life, you cannot, I repeat, cannot think clearly. It's impossible. You, Everybody's been there. You use your emotion in a relationship. Someone, she says something or he says something and that made you mad and you just go off and you're like, oh man, I didn't mean to say that. Da, da, da. Why did you say it? Because you were emotional and you didn't think through it. Like if I say this, this could really damage things or this could be, this could cause this or cause that you know even at work your boss been riding you and you really mad you like you know what boom you going off and you lose your job now you thinking back like dang you know what i was a little emotional i didn't really think through it i would process i had a lot of stuff going on at home so we bottle in our emotions and if you don't know how to process your emotions properly they're going to show up other places Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's so so true yeah so it's really important that we're all this is a a work in progress um, that we all are working through you know, even conflict. Some people are in jail. Like you used to say, one, 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 one mistake. Just one mistake landed someone in jail. Because I started to realize through experience and through observation that if you don't get your emotions in check, it could land you somewhere you could just never, ever fathom. And oftentimes, it's often seen in relationships. Mm-hmm. Because relationships, you're dealing with that one-on-one, that direct confrontation with another person. So depending on what they pluck out of you or what nerve they press, Mm -hmm. how they can aggravate you Mm -hmm. can cause you to go over the edge. And it can be over a process of time. Mm -hmm. You let something slide. Because a lot of times people like to test you, right? Mm -hmm. They'll push at a 10 
And if they can get you to, if they can get away with an eight, they gonna stay in that zone all day, all day long. until <laughs> you know you're getting pressure from other parts of life. You working, you're doing this, you're doing that, and you're in this. We'll use relationship as an example because that happens so much for us. It's like you know you with your your woman or whatever, and she's at you and saying you should do this and do this, and you just automatically capitulate just because you don't want to deal with it <laughs> or you don't want to fight. You're like, all right, whatever, yeah, you can do it. <laughs> then after a while, you kind of build that habit, you build that culture. And then things start falling apart. It starts getting, it starts to weigh on you emotionally because you've been suppressing that emotion. And then one day, you just go off. Yo, why he do that for? Why he do this? Why he do that? Man, I can't believe he did this. He, man, when I read the article when this dude said he shot his grandma, that's when I knew. Something. <laughs> well, we don't know what. See, because oh, we, we only see the end result. Yeah. But nobody cares about the why, the how this thing began. Yeah. I, I joke with people all the time and tell them I couldn't be a judge because you wouldn't like the way I'm more of a cause and effect type person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to deal with the person who caused the equation and you're just as guilty as a person who commits a crime later. Because if you started it, just like George Zimmerman in that whole Trayvon Martin situation, mm-hmm. he started the situation, he got to a point where he felt like he was losing the battle or could now have to end it. To me, you were the aggressor. Right. No, the co- everybody told you to stand down. Mm-hmm. You kept it going. You caused and escalated the situation. You're <laughs> therefore you should be paying the price. You know. So, but but it's it's all about emotions. Yeah. It's all about and how you manage those emotions. Yeah, really important. And we see that throughout you know scripture. You look at the story of Jacob and Esau, mm-hmm. right? Jacob was really close to his mom, and. Isaac is getting older and they're like, yo, Esau was the older brother. He was the, you know, the roughhouser, go out there hunting, doing his thing. And Jacob realized, hey, I got to make a move. I got to figure out how to, to get what I want. So he would always test his brother. But his brother was very emotional mm-hmm. because that was his adrenaline. He was instinctive. Right. He would probably play football or something. You know, mm-hmm. big hairy dude, big... Hunter, warrior, <laughs> gatherer. Yeah, me head kind of, you know, going through tearing stuff up and the scriptures talk about you know he came back from off the field and he was hungry and Jacob was like cool I give you some food real quick if you give me your birthright give me something that you know that's long he was thinking more long term now he was still being deceptive but he was still thinking more positively about it mm-hmm. or thinking about the longevity of things whereas Esau is right now he's like give, shh, man give me that mm-hmm. I'm gonna take that not knowing that he pushed that 10 remember we are talking about he went for a 10 he got him at least to an 8 Got him to, to submit, and it really set a whole nother tone. And mom picked that up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, cool. I see what that is. So when he went off in the field, you know, he's like, y'all about to die. Isaac's like, y'all about to die. Make me that meal you make, Esau. And then I'm going to just give you the blessing so you can keep on moving forward. The mom heard that, was like, hmm? Mm-hmm. Hey, Jacob, come here. Because he was more sensitive and he could be, he was more of the mama's boy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a whole nother that's podcast. Whole, that's, that's a whole nother level. <laughs> and I'm a mama's boy. And most of us are mama's boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's pros and cons to that. Because, you know, not having the fatherly influence at times has a lot of these men acting very emotional. You know, you see that with most of us when our, you know, dads aren't in the house. Like for me, it wasn't that my dad wasn't in the house. He was in the house, but he was working so much and so aloof emotionally that he, he wasn't there, but he was there. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother dynamic than, you know, say, you know, the, the, the quintessential for most um, or the stereotypical uh, thing that people have, say, like in hip hop is like their dads weren't around. But the cool thing about that, I will note, is 
you see the positive part of hip hop is that you see a lot of men being fathers and and pushing that. You saw like Khaled or you see Jay and all these different people. They they're showing family now. Mm-hmm. So this these people who grew up without having the parental guidance or a father are saying, I'm not gonna let that pass to the next generation. So you can see things can you can grow up in a negative situation and then switch it, or you can perpetuate something and it gets worse. And we see that same case for you know Jacob. Jacob, after he had stole the birthright from Esau, and Esau was hot, he's like, wait till dad die. I'm, I'm on you. He fleed and his mom was like, yo, go to my go to my brother's house and go there and live there. So you see that things follow him. You thought Jacob got away with it. It was like, nah. He was living in constant fear the rest of his life. Constant fear. Which is an emotion. So he's always afraid, even though he was getting the blessing. And God told him, I was going to bless you because he saw, I mean, because Isaac gave you the blessing. But that emotion, that fear, he would always be working for Laban. And Laban will have him work for seven years and then trick him. The same thing you just did to somebody else. Tricked him. So what is the Bible teaching us? It's not about just a bunch of religious stories. It's teaching you human nature and how the ebb and flow of life and how things are like whatever you put out whatever you sow you're gonna reap or whatever term you want to use karma whatever whatever works for you but he had he lost time seven years he got something he didn't want but he really wanted rachel so he worked harder another seven years and laban was trying to trick him and you go through the story you just see a lot of that's why i love the scriptures because it it doesn't just tell the good it shows everything it shows you the good the bad it shows you human nature so it's, it's a lot of drama in there um, and then obviously toward the end you see that there's a, a point of forgiveness that he comes to um, but it was all based off of emotional decisions decisions yeah and you know th- the thing that's very important about emotion because sometimes when you use the term in your setting society it can be seen as a negative Yeah, emotions are always good but it's just like in everything else in life. It requires balance. Yeah. So when you manage your emotions, that's a good thing. Yeah. But you have to show emotions to give off. I re- you know, we used to joke as a kid, You know, one of our uh, childhood friends, her name is Carmen, used to say, if you don't cry, you might develop ulcers. Yeah. So your body <laughs> reacts. Like, you remember? But your body reacts and it ha- there's consequences to not utilizing its, its natural function. Yeah. So emotions, you know, we, as we revert back to the Bible, when it says be angry and sin not, that means being angry is allowable. Yeah. But it says don't let the sun go down on your wrath. So it's getting over it. But you, it's, it's a natural a natural occurrence or a natural reaction to go through emotions. How you handle, how you deal with emotion, that's the critical part. Right. That's the part we got to be careful. And you got to pay attention to your emotions because your emotions are indicators. They're there to let you know what's going on with you internally. So it's like a spiritual uh, indicator is the only where I come up to. Right. It's like, so you have to stop and really come into the emotion. Don't run away from it. Don't push it. Well, why do you feel that way? Who, what, when, where, why is the questions I always ask always for ask. everything. <laughs> and not all of them apply in every situation, but it's, you're going to get two or three of them out of there. Because once you understand why you feel that way, yo, what you did was very painful. So internal dialogue and self-reflection is extremely important in developing and growing emotional and gaining emotional intelligence. That's the thing that we don't have. We don't talk about. And it seems today everybody's so sensitive about everything. Oh, you don't believe the way I believe. Or that's not politically correct. Or you didn't say it right. Or you can't say that. 
you know, that also stems from what we talked about in our previous podcast, that how we're, we're missing that hybrid. Mm-hmm. Because people don't communicate, that's why they get offensive. They're easily offended and they're yeah. so sensitive. Yeah. Because the more you talk, it's almost like debating. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, fellas, we like sports. We can debate and talk about what team is best, who's the best basketball player. And there's no animosity right. because you're used to talking and communicating and exerting that emotion. Mm-hmm. At the, and you know it's just an emotion of right. that one thing at that. You can leave it right there. Yeah. But if you if you don't do it on a constant basis, every little thing will become something you're easily offended. Right. You're easily aggravated. Mm-hmm. And that's, once again, that's that shows a lack of mature, um, uh, a lack of, uh, sorry, immaturity mm-hmm. in your emotions yeah. or managing your emotions. And, and, and if you if we don't manage our emotions, once again, the logical part of us is always going to be stifled. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be uh, hindered. And then you have to learn so many lessons. And then after a while, when you stay in an emotional state and you're constantly ruled by your emotions, you're, you're, you're hindering your own life. You're ending your ability to actually become all you can be. And then you just settle and start saying, well, I'm being, this is just who I am. But you're, no, you're not. You're just emotional. You're just very emotional. And that tends to be more of a, because I, I, in a, we need a woman on the panel and I'm sure we'll have some interviews so we can talk about this more in depth when we start talking about the male and female relationship and just the male anatomy and approach to things as opposed to the female. Because there seems to be this switcheroo and this breakage and a putting down where you both need, you need both. Just like you need a male and a female to have pro, to procreate, you need male and female energy leadership you need male female energy for everything because there's perspectives and there's there's a a a place that each one has that fits within the cosmic flow and nature of the way it was intended to be that's true and and that's a natural order of life that's the balance Mm -hmm. i i give a quick example just last week at a restaurant uh oldest daughter was feeling emotional Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, what happened, somebody did something and she carried it to the dining room table. So we're at this restaurant. Everyone's ordering. We get to her. Oh, I don't want to eat. So like, cool. Everybody, I order food to everyone and we all ate. Throughout the, throughout the duration of the dinner, mom kept on looking over. Are you sure you want to eat? I stopped and said, you're lucky your mom is here because the way I operate, you're going to be starving until tomorrow. <laughs> and I said, that shows you why you need a balanced life because if you were just with me alone, mm-hmm. You would be one hungry person. But mom knew that your little state you're going to be in may be temporary. You yeah. may get over it in 30 minutes. But yeah. at that point, I didn't care because you're not going to mess up my dinner. <laughs> you're not going to mess up my dinner. But it's all about the energy, though. Mm-hmm. But look at the energy that you transfer when your emotion comes across to it was interpreted as a negative. Mm-hmm. So if you literally want something, to, you want to talk to me, you want to communicate with me, but I'm not adhering to what you're saying or you feel like I'm not listening to what you're saying then you start to emote this anger. Right. To me, how I cope with that anger can cause me to either move farther away or to come at you mm-hmm. with even more vitriol. Yeah. So that's why you have to be very observant in knowing your surroundings, knowing you and knowing people because temperance is critical in this too. Because we're dealing with real yeah. people. Yeah, and then it, it leads to a lot of assumptions. Like emotions unchecked leads to assumptions which then messes what with your perception. Then it puts you into fallacy. You want to always make sure that when you're when you're approaching anything in life, that you have a 
a a a, a, a you you grow because it, it's it's never going to be completely clear, clear, right? Because emotion is always going to play a part. And like we said, you can't be emotionless. That doesn't even make sense. You need to feel the anger. You need to understand why you're angry. You need to feel uh, fear in its right context. And I think fear more so than anything is a perception, mm-hmm. um, because you're not supposed to fear anything but God. Um, and it seems like that's what's being lost. So that's why it's causing a lot of chaos. Because you didn't create this world, nor do you know how things are going to operate five or how things are going to turn out ten minutes from now, less five years. We have aspirations, we right. have goals, and those other, but nothing ever goes as planned, right? So you can only logically try to. Um, what's the word? Project. Okay. Project where things are going, and hopefully, based on experience and logic, you can make it happen. But if you are constantly off the whim. It's always later on after you've had a hard fall or you went to jail or yeah, you see like, yeah or you lost someone that you really loved mm-hmm. or you you lost that great job or after a huge loss then you tend to understand you get the logic so then you have to realize whoa all that time I've been really emotional I started realizing like dang I make a lot of decisions emotionally mm-hmm. and that that that's not a healthy way to live you know, um, you know I've seen it where observing people that you often see it in the workplace where people, they will come home and deal with their loved ones in such a vile and negative manner. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, I can't control it. Right. But you notice them when they're at their job or professional places, they manage those emotions. Mm-hmm. Even when they're in the right. That's true. They have all the leverage yeah. to, to, to lash at their boss. They yeah. won't do it because yeah. they know Livelihood is attached to it. Yeah. Money's attached to it. Yeah. So that means you there's a, logic there's a logic that you can take time, but you just don't want to do it. And that's also another aspect of selfishness and deceit that comes in because they people do things and they know what they can get away with. Yes. So if you avail yourself to be a punching bag, people will make you a punching bag and begin to unleash and you become their dark. No matter how good you are to people, if you allow them to keep pushing you, they're going to take they're advantage gonna do it. of That's Always. human nature. They're going to yeah. do it. Yeah. So I think... Um, self-reflection is really, really important. Um, and uh, reevaluating your surroundings. You know, like look at the unhealthy things in your life. Uh, people sometimes are unhealthy. Yeah. You know, I had to do a cleanse of people that were in my life. It's like, yo, they got to go because I'm not going to be able to grow to my next level if I consistently have people around you who just take and take your energy and drain you of my energy. I'm trying to take my weight. That's one of Drake's greatest songs to me. It's like, they're trying to take away. They're trying to take your energy because you are all with all sources of energy and people either add to it to expand it, to make you grow more or they're taking it away. And sometimes you even have to move like Jacob geographically. I'd moved all the way to the other side of the country to get away. or you move on the other side of town or whatever it may be. You have to protect your space, your mental and your emotional capacities and be around those and, and be in situations that help promote growth and healthiness yeah I mean you remember watching Superman mm-hmm. what was Superman's uh, crypt, uh, kryptonite kryptonite mm-hmm. that's what drained him right yeah why do you have people around you that you know are taking from you it's like a battery that's just you're dying off you're with being uncomfortable what, like, like you're carrying around dead weight like why what is so attractive to that Two like why would you want that they're killing you you knowing this person or these people around you are sucking the life, your potential, everything out of you, yeah. and you still keep them around. But because you're emotional, you can't see it, so mm-hmm. you think you need them. That's what I thought. I thought like I needed this, so it was like you become comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's a very good point you just made. You know, 
because if you're over emotional or you're not able to properly balance or manage your emotions, oftentimes like people around you just can't see it. Yeah. Because sometimes they're feeding that emotion or they're providing something or some type of security or blanket. Manipulating that or emotion. manipulating it where that's where you fall and you go into that space and, and that's all it. you know. And that's what they grew up doing the mm-hmm. whole time. So they just constantly are manipulating you to respond a certain way to get something out of you and you just fall right into a trap. It becomes a vicious cycle. Mm-mm-mm. You could do that for years. You see that in marriages all the time. Mm-hmm. You see that in relationships. Not just marriages, but you see it in work relationships. Because Oh, that's my boss, like you said. I can't say nothing because if I say something, they're going to do this or that or that. So you just keep on doing that. I remember when I was working at UPS, when I was like, I think I was like 18 or 19, We, I used to unload all the trucks. So it'd be like a bin of trucks, like 20 trucks. And you go in and you just offload them onto the belt. I had done 20 trucks. The other dudes was like, yo, we out. And they were sunning the um, managers. Like, nah, we gone. We It's Friday. We're going blah, blah, blah. And they, he was trying to get them. They was like, just sun them. And they left off. So he, he seen me. He's like, hey, go over there and finish up. Try to go hard on me. Like, to, because I was new. And I just, because I was watching from the side. I was like, how can they get to go? And I was talking to the other new dude. He's like, man, they always do that. I was like, man, they ain't going to do me like that. So as soon as I finished, he was like, they was walking off. You could see them off in the balance. They laughing and stuff. And then the dude looks around. He looks at me. He's like, Hey, go in there, go finish that. I was like, hmm? Nah, bro. <laughs> We're not doing this. <laughs> Took my belt off. I quit. The most liberating thing I ever... Now, I got another job. I think I started working at 7-Eleven. Yeah, 7-Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> it was called Highs back then. Highs at the time, yeah. Shout out to 7-Eleven at Highs, you know what I'm saying? Because I was like, yo, you're not about to sign me and have me go do another 20 trucks. I'm not doing it. Because mm-hmm. I seen emotionally that they could control him and they were doing what they wanted. It was cussing at him. And I'm the new guy. So you're going to take advantage of me because I don't have the seniority or the emotional capacity to come up against you. You thought you could just sun me because of his position. Mm-hmm. You know so it. people use positions. People use their status in your life, whether, you know, relationship wise, they're like, I'm making the most money or I got the kids. Or if you do this, I'm going to hit you with child support. Or if you do this, I'm going to do it. So there's so many ways they can manipulate the situation to make you feel a certain way so that you feel helpless and hopeless and it keeps you in an emotional state they'll send you a text you ain't send the thing i'm gonna t- take you to this so you're like man <laughs> you can't think can't think and you know it's a and it's always a gradual process just like in podcast one where we talked about the seed mm-hmm. these things don't just happen overnight yeah it's a process i mean nowadays they have scams out there where people would get your bank account information and they'll just withdraw one cent It'll be a small amount that you can't really see that you really wouldn't pay attention to, mm-hmm. but they'll, they'll do it frequently. And then it'll get to a point where it'll be a hundred, two, three, four thousand dollars of draw. And you never saw it coming because you'd never paid attention to the little things. And it's, it's once again, these are just basic principles in life. You got to pay attention to the small things. Self-reflection, constantly self. You got to do a Kaizen every year. Reevaluate your relationships, reevaluate what you're doing. Is this helpful? Is this going to help me? Is this the right thing? Is this is helpful for the environment? Is this helpful for my personal environment? Is it helpful for my children? Is it helpful for my career? Is it helpful? You have to do other metrics. Can't be just about, is this about my money? Or is this about this? Is it because emo- money can make you emotional too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, <laughs> I mean, you, that's you, the main. <laughs> right. You just spoke about quitting a job. How many people are doing jobs that they hate? You know, they're, they're, they, they wake up in the morning, they're angry. They don't like what they do, but they're emotionally attached to this check, yeah. to this title, mm-hmm. and they can't see past their way. And it's affecting everything in their lives. Yeah. Well, we've come to the end of our time together. We did, I mean, it was another good show. Another yeah, good show. man. And uh, let us hear from you. Um, I think that these things are beneficial. 
And I'm really happy to have, you know, some of our producers on on call here who are much younger and they're really enjoying and learning and they're telling us that they really enjoy it and they would be honest with us. So that's the cool thing. So I think if your children, if my children can love this, his children can love this, you can have your kids listen too because they need it as they're going into middle school, as they're going into high school, some of the the ills and the woes they're going to face. You got to talk to your kids because if you don't tell them about sex, if you don't tell them about stealing, if you don't tell them about whatever that they may face, when you faced as a kid, the kids are going to teach them. Uh, we hope that this was helpful and we look forward to many more in the future. I'm Cole. And I'm June. We out. This podcast has been brought to you by our sponsors, IPG and Carry On Transportation Solutions. You have just listened to the Out of Ashan podcast with your hosts, June and Co. Be sure to visit our website at www.outofashan.com to join the conversation. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, get in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Also, share with others. See you on our next episode.